Hey, I see you stumbled across this podcast. You either saw it on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, or some amazing human sent you this link. And in that case, welcome. Hello again. It's nice to see you all back for another episode of Finding Your Mind. How are you guys doing? I hope you're doing freaking well. In last episode, if you missed it, you should go check it out before listening to this one. Um, That's called It's All Clear. We talked about realizing our surroundings and knowing what truly influences us in our day-to-day life. But I wanted to make an episode, as of today, on the things that have kept me focused on my journey of getting out of my mental patterns, also the habits of reliving my past traumas. I'm stuck in that for some reason. Sometimes I just go back to it. It drives me up a wall. I want to talk about the books, the methods, and the habit swaps I've trialed over the past six years. I hope this helps one of you because then I did what I came for. So for as long as I can remember, I've been dealing with mental troubles. I say it like this because there's so many different forms of mental illness and millions still don't understand. I don't blame them. If you don't got it, why try to understand it? Let me answer that. Because, hey, Billy, your friend, mother, brother, coworker could be dealing with that very thing you choose not to understand in the slightest. You don't need years of studying on it. Just Google the definition at least. Did you know, fun fact, by the way, did you know that 8.3 million humans in the U.S. suffer from mental illness? That's 3.4% of the entire population. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, actual. And that's all, of course, the only ones that went to the doctor and got diagnosed. That's in the system. And I did get that, and I got those numbers, okay, from CBS News. So I promise I didn't make them up and pull them out of my ass. Just another side note. Also, 40 million humans suffer from anxiety. 40 fucking million humans. 18% of the population. (laughs) Y'all, we are doing something wrong. All right? Anyway. Honestly, a lot of people, including my family, don't even speak up about it. Me, on the other hand, realized I wasn't like everyone else and I needed answers. Doctors told me to be medicated alongside my family's perspectives. I was seen at home as the kid with issues. I remember a time when I was so overly emotional. I'm pretty sure I was like eight. That I started screaming so loud because no one was listening to what I was going through. And was just blaming the fact that I wasn't on meds. Now, being so little, this is overly stimulating the wrong part of my brain. It opened my door to deep depression. Having your loved ones not even try to understand why you're thinking about suicide is very dangerous. That's why I was screaming so loud. I couldn't figure out why my brain was thinking these thoughts. I just don't get it. Like, I never, I I don't understand that. Now, uh, I had to grow up pretty freaking fast. Having an alcoholic mother and a deadbeat dad and countless stepdads, I never was looked after. It's not a dig at my mother. It's just honesty. I started to realize the depths of how crazy the world is. And it wasn't just me. What I was thinking, what I saw, and what I was truly going through sadly happened to so many kids around the world. I won't talk too much about my problems in this episode. Those will be spread out throughout the season of this podcast. I started to get more of an understanding. The whys. Why me? Why is this my life? Why so young? I told myself, this isn't you. 
You don't belong here. Fight. Get out. Realize. Wake the fuck up. I said these things as if they were my daily mantras, which actually, I guess, kind of were. I needed an out, a place I could go, that I'm accepted and understood. Welcome to tool number one, music. I used music for over 16 years to medicate me. Sounds weird to the average Joe, but very normal to us music junkies. I could have went through the route of drugs, all right? Or alcohol, or even sex, to medicate my illness. But... There was a voice in my head keeping me from all of that. Could have also been the fact that I've seen what that does to a person and I didn't need more troubles to try and fight through. People use music in all different ways, whether it's listening to it, creating it, singing, reading it, or teaching it. I mean, music has been around for centuries and it's proven to be the best therapy for most mental illnesses. So it's crazy that my mind gravitated towards music. I would do anything to have music in my ears at all times. I later discovered I could hold a tune that then progressed into learning a song, which I should give all the credit to my fourth and fifth grade teacher, Mr. Woods, for always playing music in class. Specifically, the first cut is The Deepest by Sheryl Crow. Of course, she's she only covered it, but uh, that's the version I knew. I sung that song every day for years. I found my peace. So I sang every day in my bathroom. We lived in an apartment at the time, so I got told to shut up a lot and that I shouldn't sing, I'm no good at it, by my family. But I never stopped, ever. I should probably hurry this tool up. (laughs) I can talk about music all day long. Okay, in conclusion, I started my journey without knowing it. I grew older and that's when music was still helpful but didn't fully do the job much anymore. So I picked up some self-help books. Tool number two. I was never really a reader. I loved movies a ton more. I like to see what's going on. I don't want to try and have to imagine it. Okay? That just takes too much freaking effort. Also, I wasn't really good at reading growing up because education was not key in my life. So, (laughs) but as I got older, I started realizing I need to better understand this thing. So here comes the long list kidding, there's only six, of books I actually (laughs) read that I highly recommend. Unfuck Yourself is number one. Honestly, I chose this book because it had the word fuck, which to me sounded like it wouldn't be so boring, but it actually was very helpful and I highly recommend that one. Two, Girl, Wash Your Face. Three, You Do You. Four, Female Brain plus The Male Brain. They're two different books, but the same author, so read them both. Five, God Part of the Brain. And six, Your Brain on Music. I know it's an odd bunch of books, but uh, I'm currently working on one more, so I'm going to add that one, Mind Hacking. It's called Mind Hacking. Oh my gosh, I really, really love that book, by the way. I highly recommend that one too. But anyway, I'm really trying to figure out a formula to help you guys and to help myself, honestly. So I'm just in the research mode right now. So I'm reading and reading and reading, and I'm going to tell you all about them. (laughs) I'm not going to do it in this podcast. It's too long. Can't do it. I also recommend Reading Out Loud, by the way. I don't know why, but hearing yourself read the words helps you kind of comprehend it a little bit more. It's like going to therapy without the cost because like you're reading it back to yourself and you're like, oh my God, you're right. Like totally, you know, never mind. (laughs) No, but for real. (laughs) Reading this small selection of very impactful books has helped me along my journey. The key to getting better is to first understand what needs to be improved. List 
is number three. Make them. Write them down. Make them lists, girl. Poor boy. What's up? What do you notice about yourself? Are you overly emotional, only depressed at night, overthinking every possible thing in your day? What are your triggers? What causes you to overreact to certain actions and words? You have to dig far, and I mean really far. To your past even. That one place we never want to go. What happened when you were a child? What can you remember? Write it down. Really, you've got to do this. This is one of the most valuable tools to starting your journey. Once you wrote it down, sit with it. Stare at those words. Those words don't define you. Those words can be scrambled into new words and put into new perspectives that create your formula. Keep going and growing. So yes, write it down. As you know, I'm 26. And that means I still got a lot of life left. But I want to take this journey with you. Yes, those are very simple things to follow or to notice, but we both have to start somewhere. As the days go by, just be more aware of what your list said or those books recommended. That's where it's at, and that's where it starts. Then come back and listen to my next steps or advice to keep you afloat. I plan to talk about abandonment, abuse, daddy issues, insecurities, etc. So freaking much more. Thank you for listening to another episode of Finding Your Mind. I am your host, Carmaria, and don't forget, you got this, I promise.